Rip Bender, hard-flying pilot from Texas, has suddenly appeared offering Mrs. Croft a cash proposition to purchase her ranch. The Croft family need the money, and the land appears to be almost worthless. A sales agreement is drawn up with the Texan, and Mrs. Croft tells Barbara that she believes that her decision has been reached. The old ranch will be sold. And here are Bender and Mrs. Croft. But is it necessary to draw up an agreement right now, Mr. Bender? Well, I don't see nothing to hinder us. You say you'll sell the land, and I got the money to buy it right here in my pocket. Possibly my daughter Barbara is right. Maybe I should consult Richard about the matter before coming to a final decision. I don't see how talking to him is going to gain you anything. You just got through saying you don't want the land. That's true, Mr. Bender, but, but after all, he is my son, and of course, someday or other, would come into the property. Hmm, how old's this boy of yours? He was 18 on his last birthday. My, how time flies. He'll be a man before I realize it. You see, Mr. Bender, he's very much interested in flying, and I thought that by selling the property, it would enable me to keep him in flying school. Where is he learning to fly? At the Grand Central Flying School, on the airport here. You couldn't have picked a better outfit. It's a good school, I'll tell you that. Yes, I understand it is. Although they had some trouble with their former manager, a Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah, you mean Mr... Oh, uh, Mr. Jones, eh? Yes, he became involved in some sort of underhanded work and was shot by a government agent. I believe I recall hearing something about that. Yes, this flying's a great business, Mrs. Croft. You shouldn't let nothing stand in the way of that boy of yours learning to fly. Dick is so interested in it. My, he talks about flying day and night. You shouldn't try to hold the kid back. And I can tell you right now, flying will do the boy more good than this here land down in Texas. You really think, then, Mr. Bender, that my land is worth no more than $3,000? Now, listen here. Between you and me, it ain't worth that. But I just figured you was a woman and probably needed the money and ought to get a good price for them rock hills and dry canyons down there. My, my, you two people look serious. You'd actually think the safety of our country was at stake. Do I look worried, Bob, darling? You certainly don't seem very happy. Well, what have you finally decided? Oh, Barb, I hardly know what to say. Mother, let's wait until Dick gets home. I'm sure a few hours won't make any difference to Mr. Bender. I don't see no sense to putting it off. i got to be getting back uh, down to the cow country. If we can't make a deal here, I sure know where I can. But why all the mad rush? Dick will be home by dinner time. Yes, Barb, but, but I'm almost afraid to ask, Richard. But why? After all, he's a man. Yes, darling. Almost a man. But if he thought I was selling the property to help him with his flying, he would never permit it. Now, look here. Why don't you surprise him? Just tell him he don't have to quit flying after all. That you had a chance to sell the old desert land down in Texas and make enough money off the deal so he can keep on flying and have plenty left, too. Oh, that would tickle, Richard. The dear boy. I can just see his face light up. And you know very well, Bob... He wouldn't want the ranch sold just to help himself out. Oh, but let's talk it over with Dick anyway. He's the man of the house now, you know. I believe we had better sell the land, Barbara, but what kind of an agreement did you want me to sign, Mr. Bender? Well, it's just a little sales agreement to bind the bargain. I'll make a deposit, and then we can get all the papers together and transfer the deed. Well, come over here and sit down at this desk and write up whatever you want me to sign. But, Mother... 
I really think it would be better to talk it over with someone. You don't have to mention it to Dick. Why not consult your lawyer, Mr. Sanderson? Barb, Arthur Sanderson doesn't know any more about this land than I do. In fact, I don't think he's ever been in the state of Texas. Oh, the doorbell. Uh, will you see who it is, please, Barb? Here you are, Mrs. Croft. I just signed down here. Hello, Jimmy. Come right in. Well, hello, Barbara. I got out here as quickly as I could. Mm-hmm, Jimmy, it was so good of you. Hello, Jimmy. I'm so glad to see you. Hello, Mrs. Croft. Thanks. I'm glad to see you again. Allow me to present Mr. Bender, Jimmy. I, um, met Mr. Bender on the field a while ago. Huh? Oh, yeah. You're the kid I meant talking to the mechanic out at the uh, airport. That's right. All right, Mrs. Croft. Just put your name down here. I'll give you a deposit to seal the bargain. Oh, Mother, now that Jimmy's here, let's ask him about it. Oh, well, Bob, darling, let's not bother Jimmy with our family troubles. After all, the poor boy probably has plenty of his own. Oh, but I'm sure Jimmy wouldn't mind. And then we'd all feel better about it. You see, Jimmy, Mr. Bender wants to buy that old ranch of ours down in Texas. Oh, I see. And we thought it would be better to get some businessman's advice, someone like yourself, before giving Mr. Bender the final answer. Well, Barbara, that's a rather difficult situation. Oh, what does the kid know about that ranch or any kind of business? I reckon he ain't never even been in Texas. Besides, I don't see no sense in calling anybody in on this deal. Mrs. Croft, I don't think I know anything about see? real estate. He admits he don't know nothing about the deal. We might as well sign it up right now. Look, is there any particular reason for such a great amount of haste, Mr. Bender? What do you mean? Well, is there any reason why this deal has to be settled right this minute? That's what I was wondering about, Jimmy. I couldn't see why two or three hours would make any difference. Mr. Bender himself said the land hadn't changed for two or three thousand years. Well, as I said before, I know very little about the deal, but I'm just wondering if Mr. Bender can't wait, possibly, and, well, maybe until tomorrow morning. Now, listen here. I don't see no reason for you being in on this deal at all. Mrs. Croft is a smart lady. I saw that the minute I came in the door. I reckon she can look after her own business. And if she did want advice, she wouldn't go to no youngster that don't know nothing about it. Oh, really? I think we've placed Jimmy in a rather embarrassing position, Barbara. And, and I, for one, want to offer an apology. Jimmy, this is a little family matter. But as long as Barbara has thrust you into it, I think the least we can do is to explain. You may rest assured, Mrs. Croft, I'm very much interested in Dick. And, well, Barbara, too. And anything to do with them would naturally interest me. Well, you see, Jimmy, it's the same business about the ranch that we were talking about this morning. Only we didn't expect to have to reach a decision quite so quickly. Yes, I remember you're telling us. Well, since talking to you, Mr. Bender has come up here and has made me a cash offer for the property. I really believe the land to be worthless and and see no reason why we can't settle a matter before Mr. Bender returns. Oh, I quite agree with you, Mrs. Croft. I should think you could say either yes or no about it before he goes back to Texas. Well, I got this agreement all written up. You might as well sign it now, Mrs. Croft. It'll take a little time to get all the papers together anyway. Now that you're here, Jimmy, and, and sitting in on the family council, don't you think I'm wise in getting rid of this burdensome piece of property? And in that way, Dick can continue his course in aviation and will generally relieve us all. Sure, it's the best thing to do. Well, Mrs. Croft, no one wants to see Dick go on with his flying any more than I. But really, well, I'd suggest you talk it over with your lawyer or banker or someone more familiar with it. I'll be glad to ask Speed Robertson about it. He's flown over all that country down there, and, 
I believe his advice is worth something. That's a laugh. I'll bet Speed Robertson ain't never been within a thousand miles of this ranch. What does he know about property values in Texas, anyway? As a matter of fact, I did mention it to Speed after you told me about it, Mrs. Croft. And he said that some of the land in that part of Texas has produced some valuable oil wells. Oh, really? I didn't know that. See, Mother, that's another reason for waiting. Oh, that's a lot of foolishness. Everybody that owns an acre of land down there thinks someday they'll find oil on it. Listen here, Mrs. Croft. There ain't a paying oil well within 500 miles of your place. That shows you how much Robertson and this kid know about it. Well, after all, Mr. Bender, I have been a bit too eager, and, well, it might be better if we discussed your offer with my son before signing the papers. You said you'd sign this agreement, and now you're backing down. Mr. Bender, I know little or nothing about business affairs, but no agreement of this kind is legal until the signatures are on the paper. I'll tell you what I'll do. You come back tomorrow morning and I'll give you my final answer. I can't wait till tomorrow morning. I gotta get back home. Oh, I'm sorry then. We'll forget about the whole matter. Oh, well now, Mrs. Croft. There ain't no use acting that way about it. I come a long way to talk business with you. I just tell you what I'll do. I reckon the old man wouldn't mind if I stayed over till tomorrow. And I'll come out and see you. In the meantime, I'll get in touch with this fellow in San Antonio and see what he'll sell his ranch for. Very well, Mr. Bender. Tomorrow at noon, then. And, Jimmy, thank you for dropping by. Not at all, Mrs. Croft. Glad to do it. Any time. Oh, uh, can I take you back to the field, Mr. Bender? Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Miss Croft here would like to take that ride in my airplane. Oh, no, thank you. I won't be able to today. Goodbye, Jimmy, and thanks for coming out. Goodbye, Mr. Bender. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye, Barbara. Listen here, Alan. What's the idea of coming poking your nose into my business? The Crofts happen to be very good friends of mine, Bender. They asked my honest opinion on a matter, and I gave it to them. What's all the rush about this deal, anyway? What do you care? What business is it of yours? You tend to your affairs, and I'll tend to mine. I'll admit the sale you're obviously trying to make is your business. But just the same, I don't like it. What do you mean, I'm trying to make? I'm giving them a lot of dough for some land that isn't worth a dime. I'm not so sure of that, Bender. Alan, I'm going to tell you something. When people stick their nose into my business, they get into trouble. I'm going to put this deal over with Mrs. Croft. Do you get it? I'm going to put it over, and if you make one move to block it, it'll be the last move you ever make. Do you get that? The last move. Jimmy, for the moment, has delayed the sale which Bender is so anxious to close. But Rip Bender is apparently not pleased with Jimmy's intrusion. Let's see what happens in the next exciting episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen. <laughs>